Hello, and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 173. I am your host, Kamran Chushtar, and with me is... A very achy James Selig. Don't break yeah. my James. My achy breaky James. Yeah, yeah, no, I just, like, I had a few days off to because God of War came out, and I was just like, I'm playing that game. I, I don't want to have to chip away at it over, the, like, two months. And I was like, I was able to get a COVID booster shot yesterday, and... So far, it seems every time I get one of the like next booster shots, it, I have a worse reaction. So today I've just been. I like, wake up dead. Yeah, no, dude. I woke up at like three or four in the morning. I don't remember exactly. I, I know I checked the time and it was like super early, but I don't remember exactly when it was. And I was just like shivering. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I've just felt terrible all day. But I'll power through it for the show. Well done. All right, man. I appreciate your sacrifice. Dude, there's a lot of talk about that shit, it, sacrifice and whatnot in God of War Ragnarok. It's far as fucking Don't say it, <laughs> please. Uh, I have not gotten to touch it at all. People are basically on their third day. I'm on day zero still. Uh, I was working on like a French short film uh, pretty much like most of the week and then getting some other stuff done. Mm, I was wondering, uh, like, especially I was like, I thought you gave yourself a few days off. Like, what what have you been doing besides God of War, which is the only thing that matters? Yeah, I was working on sound stuff. That's fair. Uh, I also, the, I'll give like, you that. what, Monday, I finished up Festival of the Lost in time to get the seal. Uh, I was going to try to guild, and I'm like, it's not worth it. 30,000 fucking candies is stupid. Yeah, Chris uh, was telling he, me, like, he played a bit more of it than I did, and he was complaining about, like, the amount of grinding they want you to do to fill out the entire book is, like, ridiculous. It's honestly, okay, if you're just doing the seal, it's not that bad. It's pretty, it's pretty fair. I want to say to get the candies though, like by the time I was finished, I want to say I was at like 22,000 candies with the seal. And that's after playing over 30 rounds or so Dang. Uh, of the haunted lost sector. So I was just kind of like, I, all right. Yeah, this is a uh, fuck dude. I'm done. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a, uh, that was a whole thing. Also, I did extra life. I raised $300. Oh yeah. How'd you feel after that? I meant to uh, dude, I, was, I honestly could have stayed up and kept going because uh, what happened was I want to say around five to seven a.m. Somewhere in that area, I was playing Destiny and I was in the Haunted Lost sectors and I would be like, I'm awake. And then all of a sudden my eyes would open and be like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> and it happened so many times I had to switch out of Haunted Lost sectors to uh crucible and i ended up doing uh comp and trials damn woke up immediately i was like all of a sudden like second wind came and i'm like i'm competing i must be awake that's an interesting strategy to keep yourself awake by like literally making yourself do something that you have to focus for dude it's insane it'll it like did a full-on autopilot like awakening and i'm over there playing pc comp and trials against people with a controller and still killing people and i'm like cool <laughs> all right i still got my ass kicked plenty of times but they were playing against a dude with the controller who had no sleep who is on like yeah. death's door and they're still getting killed so i think at least that says a little bit but uh i was like okay i'm gonna do destiny cycle hunt and i didn't even have time for cycle like i finished the hunt event and i was like cool hunt event is done and then uh, when I got to Destiny and I'm like, I'm not going to even finish Destiny. Like, I'm not going to get the seal until the next day. Uh, this isn't happening. 
but uh, it was a good time basically uh i i always say this but i do really want to stream before next year's extra life i i, I don't know what games i'm going to try to stream for maybe cycle until i finish up that season pass who knows but uh, I do want to try to just, you know, casually do some stuff. It wouldn't be charity oriented, but it'd just be like, cool, let me see if I can get the 50 followers. Because I got like eight or 10 more followers from the last 24 hour stream. So I'm like at 40 now, I want to say. And uh, I think 50 does something to you. I don't really know. I've never looked into it at all since I've never really looked to get money from Twitch or anything, considering the only times I've ever been on Twitch was for charity. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Otherwise, this is Sutra Side Talk. We talk uh, what we play and watch, plus select news here and there. And this week, uh, you know, God of War just came out, so we're going to talk about it right now. Not really, uh, since I haven't touched it and James isn't done yet, but I, I think we'll get to it. I think I'm like 20 hours in, which okay. is maybe halfway. We'll see. Yeah, I heard it's like anywhere from like 40 to 60 hours or something. <laughs> yeah, like that was uh, why I took like a few days off of work, because I, I was like, most of the time I have like maybe an hour to to two hours a night to play something after I'm like done with all my chores and whatnot. And if I do that, it's going to take like literally months to get through this game that I've been waiting years to play. And I was like, I have like a hundred hours of vacation time saved up. I should use it for fucking something. Yeah. Actually, right before we start recording this, I literally just opened the God of War Ragnarok Collector's Edition and did it i attempted to do a tiktok unboxing because i was like ah you know i should try to just you know turn make it a tiktok out of this fuck it and uh yeah it took exactly three minutes considering i went i almost i think it cut off before i even got to say cool <laughs> i was like yeah it's pretty and then it just stops and i'm like good it's enough pretty. <laughs> yeah uh i just literally put it out and what was funny was i think one of my codes got on there and I was like, oh, shit. So while we were setting up, I was like, oh, that's why you're doing it like so fast. Yeah, like, oh, I was no, like, must enter uses. codes download now before I post this on TikTok. So the codes are null and void at that point. So that was a, a lucky save there. Fair point. Um, yeah. yeah. But otherwise, uh, this week, we're actually going to talk about Rings of Power, the Amazon Lord of the Rings TV series. That's eight episodes. Uh, if we have time after, James will talk his playthrough of Shadow of Mordor, the first of the two I Shadow games. I finally got through it because the Rings of Power was just good enough that it got me in the mood for more Lord of the Rings shit. And I was like, I just bought the the Mordor games on Steam on Steam sale for like, I was like either eight or sixteen bucks for both games. So. I'll, I'll get to the Shadow of War eventually. You played the good one first. That's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, supposedly uh, both are good, but just they, the second one they were this like... This one's not grindy, though. The yeah. other one is stupid grind. It's it's kind of disgusting. Supposedly they... Re- also, the fanfic in it is kind of killer. Yeah. That's... This one feels like... This one feels more like they didn't try to go insane with the, the fan fiction. It's like not until the end of the game where shit gets crazy and I was just like... One, I'm kind of confused what even just happened. And I also don't know how to feel about where the story is going. Because they have a cliffhanger at the end that yes. I'm just like, well, we'll get We'll cool, get there when we get there. But I yeah. don't know if I like it. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, like I said, the next game. Yeah. But uh, after that, if there's also time, I forgot I watched a movie called Barbarian. So we could talk about that oh, yeah, as well as finally... It. Yeah, a while ago, and then also Injustice 2 and Mortal Kombat 11, but we'll see. 
God of War Ragnarok probably won't be for a couple of weeks. Uh, I don't imagine next week either. Uh, that way we're not like killing ourselves to finish it, but more enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, so I would say in two weeks, we'll probably do God of War. Next week, though, uh, what's probably going to be is a Marvel episode. Uh, we usually do a, two or three of those a year, honestly. And uh, this one is going to be She-Hulk and Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever. Yeah, I totally uh, so, forgot that came out today. Yeah, we're going to watch it. Yeah, I was at first yeah, I was I like, oh, we'll probably do it this weekend. On like what time? Yeah, or I know. We're Brandon... actually still going? Yeah, we're still going. He just loves to do the time last minute. Uh, so he's going to tell us. I'm going to I'm going to prod him to get him to say it sooner so it doesn't screw us over. Right. But uh yeah. yeah, Brandon does that. I uh, I think yeah, we'll do those two next week uh and then we'll play it by ear for the rest of everything else coming. Because, you know, there's two Star Wars shows. There's, um, I, I eventually still want to do One Piece. I saw the movie One Piece Red, which was really good. Uh, I still want to do a Gundam episode. Uh, there's plenty of other stuff. I want to talk about Cycle Frontier, which I'm going to wait till I finish the season two pass. So I can talk about both seasons and the game as a whole. And it'll be a fun little thing there. Does but... each season have like a story to it? or Is... No, it's just the the second season has a new map. Uh, mm, okay so it's gonna be like that whole area there and i haven't even touched it yet like i haven't unlocked it and i'm still trying to get there but um yeah uh otherwise news this week unfortunately i guess we'll just say it now uh kevin conroy passed away today yeah and it was you know this is really sad because he was our batman he's literally uh, the I voice that i think of when i hear batman he is batman in uh the animated series which encompasses everything from the Batman animated series, Batman Beyond, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. He's Batman in all of that. He's Batman in the Arkham games, as well as some of the movies, the animated films. He pretty much became the voice of Batman in my head, as well as when I read comics. I just yeah. hear mm -hmm. the Kevin Conroy Batman voice uh, reading it aloud. He is and always has been my Batman and my favorite Batman. Uh, sorry, Batfleck. Like, I love Batfleck, but, yeah. like, I mean, Kevin Conroy is His voice is just Batman. so perfect. Yeah, Wise, very much so. I guess. Uh, but it's incredibly sad that he passed away. I'm glad that I got to meet him once. I think it was 2018 uh, for San Francisco Comic-Con. And it was really, really cool that I got to meet him. I wish I took a picture. I actually got him to sign uh, my DVDs. Uh, or my like DVD box sets of Batman and Batman Beyond, uh, the DVD sets there. So nice. at least I have that. But I, looking back now, I'm like, dude, you should have spent triple the money so you could have gotten a picture and like an audio recording. But oh well, at least I have something which is better than nothing. And he, it's it's so sad. And I hope you know, wish his family the best. And I hope. Uh, we get to keep thinking about him all the time. He'll be, you know, he'll always be remembered considering he left behind probably the best animated show, period. Oh, yeah, dude. The, the uh, 90s Batman watch. cartoon is, like, still incredibly watchable today. Also, oh, yeah, Batman Beyond so. is, like, amazing. Yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, the other news that is less, you know, sad... Uh, well, I guess, yeah, not sad to this extent. Uh, real fast, Westworld was canceled. Uh, I only wanted to say it. I just realized because yeah. uh, we watched season four and just talked about it. And we're like talking about season five. But um, 
How do you feel really fast on that? Like I wasn't super hot on the last season. It was kind of weird. It was an interesting idea that they were like, what if the hosts were the the ones in charge and the humans were on the loops? But it just was a very odd idea, I guess. And I was, it was also interesting and weird that they were like, okay, we literally cannot save everyone because basically the earth biosphere, I guess, is collapsing. So the only way to survive, like to save anything is to like save some of our consciousnesses consciousnesses in a virtual world. And so they were basically going to go back to Westworld, but as a digital version. And I was like interested to see where that was going, but at least as like a cliffhanger ending, that's like a decent stopping point. Cause it kind of yeah. feels like, well, you can imagine what happened next because it's kind of the same as the first season, but I don't know. Like, I definitely, like, I loved the first couple seasons. I thought, like, the third season was okay. Wait, what was, it? What was the last season? Uh, the season we just watched was the whole time skip one. Third season was that revolution one. Yeah, okay, the revolution one was super cool, but, like... You know what's funny? A lot of people didn't like that. That was the one That's where everyone weird. dropped off. Like I thought it was really cool. Like the the like Dolores was like, "You humans are also on tracks. Just like you just don't know it yet because it's just so well hidden." I guess I don't know. Like so, I liked the show, but it definitely was. It felt like it was losing steam, and I don't know if they needed to keep going indefinitely. So, I would have preferred them to have like an end to the story. But it's fine where it left, I guess. Yeah, it I seemed guess. like they made it so it could end there if necessary. Yeah. But it's not like the end of the world that we... It, we could have gotten more and it would have just been one season more. Like there was an end point here. Uh, the whole thing was though the ratings did dive after season two. Yeah. And declined over each... Pretty much it sounds like each episode or season uh, more or less. And at this point, you know, we're going through the whole WB Discovery uh, budget cuts right now. Or, like, basically yeah. cutting things that they don't need. And they're like, we could literally save money if we don't do this. Plus, it's not getting us viewers at this point. So, let's just cut it off. So, it's it's understandable. And I was just at first like, oh, shit, it's canceled. And then I was like, that's okay. <laughs> like, it wasn't the end of the world yeah. or anything. Like, that's about how I feel. Like, it sucks, yeah. but it could be worse. If you guys go back a few episodes, you can hear us talk about season four yeah. if you want. Um, and that's kind of like our finish on it. Otherwise, uh, I think that's really everything. I don't feel like talking about Twitter. So yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, everything else has just been, uh, you know, we got trailers and everything else, but I don't think it's worth really talking about here, uh, except Maybe there was one thing I can't remember I still haven't seen now. the uh, John Wick trailer, supposedly, that came out. It was pretty cool. Uh, John Wick trailer, you know, Gears of War movie announcement and everything else. But I don't know how uh, to feel about that because I want it, but I also... Oh, actually, really fast, we have the Godzilla movie. Godzilla movie coming out next year. That's going to be fun. Which one? Uh, well, we have uh, Godzilla and Kong. That's what it's called right now. Interesting. The sequel. Okay. Uh, just pretty much wrapped filming in Australia. I don't know if they're filming in another location. Or if they're just done filming in general. Uh, but, you know, they're going to team up and fight a bigger bad uh, that I assume is going to be from the Hollow Earth. Uh, the other thing being that there's a Godzilla film coming next year from Japan. 
And uh, if I read it correctly, it's being... Who's doing it? It's November 3rd. It's going to be next year's Godzilla Day. It's November 3rd, 2023. They literally said exactly one year from now. Uh, Takashi Yamazaki is the one uh, directing it. And he's done uh, Lupin the third, the first, mm. Parasite Part 1 and 2, Dragon Quest, Your Story. Uh, I could have sworn he did some other stuff, but um, I think it's... I can't tell if it's live action or animated, honestly, because I think it could be one or the other. Uh, but I'm I'm interested in it. I, I just haven't done enough research. I haven't had time. God, uh, so sorry. You guys can probably get better answers from other people than me right now. But that's going to be cool. Uh, I'm getting double Godzilla, and I'm pretty happy. Nice. I just hope Godzilla and Kong is not as brain dead as Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, my like stupid semi-fever brain was like, Oh man, wouldn't it be funny if they did the like fusion dance from uh, from uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z and they became uh, monk lizard, uh, lizard monk, liz monkey, got, like Kongzilla Mo or lizard. something. Mo Liz, uh, Mo Liz. <laughs> uh, it's awful. Uh, yeah, uh, but I think we're ready to get right into the power of the rings, the rings of power, the Lord of the Rings, the rings of power. I can't believe Andy, um, Alexander Skarsgård was in that Godzilla vs. Kong movie. I keep forgetting yeah. about that. Yeah, I know. So uh, this show, I'm going to be completely honest, like before the show came out, I was so afraid of this show. I was like, oh shit, they're going to fuck it up. I don't know how... Well, we got red I flags about... like a while ago when they were like, yeah, for season two, we're going to just film on like a studio lot because why not? Yeah. We were like, oh, I mean, no. I guess they might do some location in the UK, but yeah. it's just like, dude, you had Paradise. You were filming in Paradise and you threw it away for your bullshit fucking money savings and your Amazon. You don't need... You're literally Amazon. You don't need to fucking do that. Yeah. And so I'm already afraid of season two, but we're here to talk about season one. And I literally finished it. So I said right before this episode, uh, I was doing that God of War unboxing. Right before that, I was watching the final episode of Rings of Power. Uh, it's eight full episodes. And when I say full, I mean like these are they're full like episodes. They're, like over, they're over an hour. At least. Yeah, they're like an hour, 10 minutes about hour, like between an hour and five minutes to 10 minutes. And they're super beefy more than anything else so at least in terms of that production amount i do appreciate that right there that they put that much time into it considering like they're coming off of like uh the fabled trilogy of all trilogies yeah. which is like 12 hours long forget uh, about uh the hobbit though yeah yeah we don't uh, hobbit's okay it's just not as good the first movie is good yeah and then the other two you're like you could have cut like you could have just taken probably a quarter of the third movie and half of the second movie and put those together into one. It did not need to be a trilogy. It did not. That was WB being greedy. So how much can we stretch this out? Hey, Peter Jackson, could you turn this into a two more movies? Why? why? Yeah, just have this uh, elephant dwarf bang. It'll be great. Everyone's going to love it. It's like, dude, this is the worst thing ever. But yeah, you know, we don't, we're not going to talk about Hobbit. Uh, I guess to break this down into areas, we have different settings. We have our... Uh, Harfoot's uh, setting with our mysterious friend. Yeah, the stranger. Uh, we we have our Galadriel Halibrand area. We have the Numenorians. We have 
Elrond and Durin, so elf dwarf and, like, stuff. And the Southland stuff, which I didn't really give a shit about. And the Southland stuff. So there's there's five different areas. Uh, we also have, I guess, when you get into the lore itself, we which kind of gets into those. I hated a that bit. they covered the um, Morgoth stuff in like five minutes. And it wasn't just, even five minutes. Not dude. even, dude. It, it, like I was like, yo, they, this they prologued been a whole the prologues. Series. They they pro well they apparently they never read. I know I I know that's why and it's yeah. frustrating but it's it's literally just like Joe that sounds way cooler than what this show is which the show is yeah. like fine. I mean the whole thing is that so I guess to get right into it guys the whole thing of this show is it takes place after if you're looking at the books we have five books we have the Similarion which is kind of like the start of everything it's like the first and second ages of everything then you have this kind of time gap which is the whole like. If you watch Lord of the Rings Fellowship, there's that prologue where it talks about the last alliance of man and elves fighting Sauron. That's where the show takes place. And then you have The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings trilogy and whatnot. Uh, what's going to happen here is this show will cover pretty much all the time post-Similarion. All the way probably finishing with uh the last lines of men and elves fight like the full battle against sauron at mordor yeah i think they and said that this show is going to take place over several thousand years total from start to finish but i don't know uh it, it can't i, I mean no. i don't think it's possible well the whole thing is uh oh maybe they're including the morgoth shit in the beginning <laughs> i think i think so because they it's literally impossible they have to keep it within one generation they, they can't go past that oh Right, yeah, because Isildur, dude, I don't fuck. Elendil, Isildur, right there. I, you, I fucking it's, forgot yeah. that Isildur is in that uh, show, and he's just like gone in one episode, and they never. He's just like never comes back. Like it really he's felt. Ba- like, he'll, well, he'll be back in season two for sure, but it just it feels like the last episode didn't get to wrap up most of the shit that needed wrapping up. Well, they wanted to keep him a mystery, and they already finished the door. We know he's alive. He has episode. to be. That's the thing. Okay, like, okay, where do we want to start here? Which, which, uh, which of the five branches of people? Which one do you want to start with? I'll let you decide. You have ten seconds. I want to start with Galadriel first because she was the one that annoyed me the most. Okay, Galadriel Halbrand. Okay, yeah, for the most of the show. So we have Galadriel, and you know we don't, we're not going to do a play by play of all that shit, but we have a younger version of her and she is a lot more arrogant a lot more yeah vengeful so is, she, she's she's also like a warrior yeah and i'm not against i am the last person to be against a female warrior i will tell you right now especially fucking eowyn like come on for sure but no it just feels like it's just like well really fast yeah. like she you, you look at her in lord of the rings you look at her in the hobbit you look at her in the books and she's this very kind of wise quaint yeah sorceress type of woman not a sword wheeling like i can do fucking stunts and you're like what the fuck um that's how she's portrayed in this show and i understand that in a sense like we're not where she is yet i get that she's not where she is in the later area where she's a lot she's a lot wiser she's pretty much like all knowing all seeing and it's like oh like the one who has seen the eye frodo and it's all that cool like the dark and powerful queen all this stuff and she could like throw Sauron with her powers if she really wanted to. Uh, but here, she's not at that yet. And what's funny is, like, I guess a few thousand years do pass from now till, like, the Lord of the Rings, 
yeah. and everything and the hobbit which are pretty much next to each other they're like less they're less than 100 years apart so that yeah. that's less than a millennia and i guess i'm like still coming i'm coming to terms with it where i'm okay with the their the direction they're trying to utilize her in but i'm also not enjoying the way she is at the same time yeah i understand it i just don't necessarily like it the way they're going about the the utilizing of her yeah and i think that's mostly my problem too like i i get that maybe they are trying to play it off that like she is just like not as wise as she will be like you said like literally thousands of years later but by the time this show takes place, isn't she supposed to already be thousands of years old? Because weren't they at war with Morgoth for, like, thousands of years? Yeah, that's the whole thing. She's talking, for those that don't know, she's talking to her, in the very beginning, she talks to her brother, Fenrod. Fenrod is big in the Similarion. He's like... Yeah, he's just gone <laughs> immediately. <laughs> he's, he's just fucking dead. I'm like, who's Fenrod? We finally got... Died off screen. It's, Dude, when they got to like... He's Gil-Galad of Lord of the Rings. Uh, uh, Really fast, really fast. My husband Celeborn died long ago. I'm like, what? No, he didn't. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, what 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 are you talking about? (laughs) Who the fuck is that next to you in Lothlorien in Lord of the Rings? (laughs) Which actually, then I was like, wait, who is next to you in Lord of the Rings? I don't remember now. Wasn't that Celeborn? Yeah, it is supposed to be Celeborn. Because there's the whole thing of, all right, there's different... There's so many elves of notable mention of legendary like name in the similarion one of them is finrod but here's the thing guys they all start with like f and c so then it gets really and even like g to a lesser extent like i can at least remember all three of the g's gladriel gilgalad glorfindel i'm like okay no problem the average person that just watched the movies is like i know one of those and i'm like (laughs) gandalf the elf (laughs) stupid uh god y'all don't know glorfindel it's depressing read a book um gilgalad is the high elven king he fights sauron at the very end of the war of the last alliance of men and so elves show <laughs> fight him for like three fucking days and then sauron kills them both and then isildur comes and like cuts off the finger and shit uh gilglad's well known if you really get into the lore and what's crazy is you know in the fellowship prologue when they show the last alliance fight you actually get him in the extended cut for like two still like two very brief moments you see him you don't see him die you don't see him fight sauron but he's there and you're like oh shit and they got his like look spot on and it was enough that they made a figure for him they made an action figure and i bought it i found it and i bought it and i was like gosh go glad but uh in this show he's there and then what do they do in this show they go hey you know how in lord of the rings you were like wait that was the last alliance i want to see more of that well here's the fucking final battle against morgoth melkor in the similarion here's also but it's less time than the prologue and fellowship so you just get it for a few seconds and you see fenrog just like ah yeah he just died on a battlefield and he's like like, no (laughs) which he i don't think he dies on the battlefield like that he dies in a much more there's like 12 dudes that he's with and then they get fucked over by like sauron i'm pretty sure yeah um it's a whole thing guys read the similar it's insane it's an insane book i don't want to get too much into it but the point is finrod yeah back to uh um gladriel though like you also mentioned that she's seen more like she's not 
at least in the books and everything, she never seemed to need a sword. She was just more pa- powerful with like magic and stuff. And mm-hmm. maybe like that's after she gets the ring of power, which the season ends with them forging the rings of power. So maybe. Well, some of the rings. Like, they, they, they forged the first set. Yeah, the three elven rings, supposedly. Which yeah. we got to talk about why the mithril shit. Ma- the mithril shit annoyed me in this season. I it did not make sense to me or whatever. But um, I don't know. It just I, I am not a fan of characters that are overly arrogant because they just know they're right, and then they always end up being right. So they never learn anything. They just know they're already perfect already. And yeah. that... also, real fast, I was right. Kelleborn is in fucking Lord of yeah. the Rings. He's a Lothlorien. That's Kelleborn. Yeah. Sons of bitches. Yeah, continue. But yeah. So, and maybe you're right. Maybe by the end of season two or the throughout the course of the show, she will become less arrogant and less impu- impulsive. Well, we're already. S- but we're like, also seeing it already too. But I'll, I'll keep going. Sorry. I guess. I'll, I'll tell but you I just like. Well, I'll explain the and like why. I think yeah. So. I just couldn't stand the the scene where uh, they were. She was in Numenor, and the Queen Stuart... Do as I say. Yeah. The Queen Stuart was like, no, I'm not going to send my army... Queen Regent, James. Queen Regent, Queen, right. You're Queen right. Queen Regent. She ain't no fucking Denethor. Yeah. And so, the like, king's still alive. He's just old and dead. Yeah, he's, like, dying. And yeah. so she is like, no, I'm not going to send my army to fight your elven war. I don't, I, don't even, I don't know who you are. I don't know that, like, the that Sauron is even still alive because you have no proof about that yet, except for you say you saw a sigil of his in an old abandoned keep of his. That's not enough for me. And then Galadriel is just like, well, okay, well you're just the regent though. So fuck you. I'm, I'm going to talk to the King then. And yeah, immediately the regent's just like, who the fuck do you think you are? I'm in power right now. You're in Numenor. You're going in my fucking cellar or my my jail. Dungeon. But, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, of course. Like, why did you think you had any, like, power here, Galadriel? Like, you're literally, like, a guest here. And you're basically making demands of go to war for me. And yeah. it's like, I know, and the annoying thing is, I know she's right. But <laughs> it, it just annoys me that she is supposedly thousands of years old and she acts like she's 20 like a human 20 year old it's super crazy yeah the whole thing too i guess like it sounds i think it sounds like she's been hunting sound for hundreds of years and that's the other thing like she was and that's that's been pitched that's probably been fucking her up yeah the whole thing that she talks about like kind of going there's evil in her now from it because her brother's like touch the darkness Yeah, she she already been doing that the whole time. Uh, but uh, but like, yeah. it, it just bothered me that she was surprised when her like squad abandoned or I guess mutinied technically. We want to go home. And it's just like fucking sucks here. Yeah, it's like you've been dra- and They literally are like you've been dragging us around to the ends of the earth for hundreds of years, and we found nothing. Like, we want to go home, and I don't blame them. Yeah, no, I, I don't either. Uh, and again, it's annoying because it I know up, she's I right the whole fucking time. <laughs> she's right, but she, she's right for the wrong reasons, just like people are wrong for the right reasons. Yeah. It, it's and, that whole thing of South Park when they're like the Kyle, no, the, the Kenny life support. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think what would fix it for me is if, at least in the opening segment, when she's like chasing down like hints for uh, that Sauron still exists, 
if she had been on her own personal crusade and not dragging other elves to their potential doom, like forcing Halbrand into okay. Oh god! Time, like this is the amount of times Halbrand. that she that, like Halbrand's like, I just I just want to live here in peace. This place is a great opportunity. The Southlands sucked. Leave me the fuck alone. And she keeps going to the queen, going like, Oh yeah, Lord Halbrand, I totally got him on uh, on my side. Trust me. Uh. She did. And then like, she did. To be fair though. <laughs> Dude, the the twist later that like Halbrand actually is Sauron in disguise and he's been manipulating her the whole time. Sauron, I, the I actually really liked that scene because that sh- I thought that was like hella cool. Yeah. Except for the whole like be my bride and I was like, I don't know if he would give a shit about that, <laughs> but okay. I mean, the whole thing is he he's still using her. He's, he uses everyone. That's true. It's all he like deceives everyone. Which and Sauron, uh, they changed the way he does it. He does help with the forging of the rings with Celebrimbor. Uh it's just in a different if I recall he teaches he them how to elf. mix metals which apparently as the greatest elven smiths they didn't know you could do that I think they would just because they look at things from such a pure perspective I eh, guess that's fair I guess that and makes sense. he's like uh yeah what if you tried this though and uh y'all come to collect later because the whole thing was he they did they, they they altered his plans. He wanted two for him and Galadriel. That was he cool. just wanted those two yeah. rings. And what's going to happen is I, you know, I did. It's going to end up where he sees that there's more rings. Yeah, and that's when he goes, I see what I have to do now and what I have to forge and who I can trick. I I did love when Galadriel comes to Celebrimbor and um, I forget who else was helping out at the time. Uh, Elrond. Yeah, Elrond, and was like, yeah, we we can't just do two rings. Is there enough material for three? Like, well, why, why do we need to do that? Like, because one corrupts, two divides, three, there can be unity. And I was just like, that's actually not a bad idea. That actually yeah, makes no, a lot of sense. So like, you are right. Like maybe that's like the hint that she's starting to like think more before acting, which. But it's also, I think that's how the, the start of this is how we don't, like they don't know it yet, but this is how they stem the control. Where yeah. the one ring where it corrupts the men, and the dwarves are able to withstand it. But this is how the elves. Yeah, that's it. like one thing I'm most interested to see. The dwarf rings just get fucked up a lot. Yeah, we don't <laughs> a lot. We don't re- do we learn much about what happened to the dwarven rings because we like uh, they just got lost. Got, thought. They get lost. Some I think Sauron gets a, maybe a couple, but like most get lost. Mm. Some get fucked up by dragons balrogs you name it uh it's really honestly it's hard to say um i'm hoping they'll explain at least where they start off in this considering you know you have to show the dwarf lords yeah. getting them um but i want to i'll get to, i want to get to like, that stuff at durin the end. is literally one of my favorite characters in the entire yeah. show well, well so uh the way i see gladriel's change was she starts to let go of the vengeance, let go of the kind of like blind mission, let go of the warrior. Uh, it starts off with her kind of from the volcano eruption. She goes and Halbrand stopping her from killing Avar or is it a Dar? Dar or Avar? I was the, the Uruk that just looks like an elf. Yeah. The original, cause the whole thing is they're like, yeah, elves were mutilated and fucked up. And I'm like, Oh, so they turned into orcs and it's like, no, they just kind of look still yeah, like elves. I wasn't expecting kinda... the, that twist that he is an Uruk. I was like, Oh, I, cause 
I mean, I guess I should have seen that coming because my first guess was that he was an elf that whose like light already faded, and, but he didn't die like all the the uh, like Gilgalad thought was going to happen when everyone's light fades. But because he mentioned at some point, Adar. Like, because he mentioned yeah. at some point, like, you've been lied to. And I thought he was going to say, I thought he meant, like, you don't need your light to survive. But I guess that's still kind of true. Because that is literally what the Uruks are supposed to be. Is, like, elves that have had their, like, light to- uh, taken from them. And they're, like, twisted. And tortured, yeah, by Melkor yeah. or Morgoth. I believe he started off as Melkor. And then his name changed to Morgoth, if I recall correctly. When he stole the light um, of the trees. Yeah. And, God, Similar and so cool, guys. Just read it. Uh, so Galadriel starts letting go after the fight, after not killing Adar, not um, kind of going for vengeance anymore. She gives Theo her sword as the start. She lets go of Finrod's dagger to forge the rings. That's yeah, that was peace. Cool. And then that's that's kind of where I see the warrior dropping because I don't think we're gonna see her wear the armor anymore. I don't think we're gonna see her uh be a warrior anymore because that that was the end of it um instead she's going to be more of the why she's becoming what we expect her to be because now she's like i i understand my place here well and And, now she's gonna have a ring of power exactly so i think that we're gonna see a lot more of the gladriel we know in the coming seasons uh from there but at least for this season I understand what they were doing. Like I said, I completely understand it. I just didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, no, it's just hard for me to get Halbrand. Behind, like, super arrogant yeah. characters. And then for Halbrand, you know, he was a very interesting character. They were trying to really go like, guess who's Sauron? Who's it going to be, guys? Yeah. I don't know. And I'm like, it's probably Halbrand. I, I honestly, like, I, I don't want to be that dude that's like after going, I knew it the whole time, but I'm like, no, bro, he's a smith. It, Sauron's a smith. It's the same guy. Yeah, like there were hints in the also Similarion. He is a smith starting off, and then eventually he's also a werewolf and a vampire and all this other shit. He can shape shift. It's fucking crazy. They also but, laid on really thick that it's like the traveler or the, like the the stranger that fell from the sky is like he's definitely Sauron. And I was like, it's probably not, bro. That's a that's a wizard. Yeah, because the whole thing is the stars, and they're called the Astari, and uh, that whole thing of them saying it. I already knew that. At the point where I'm like, from the moment he was talking about everyone, bugs, I'm sure, I was like, that's Gandalf. <laughs> the point of like where they're, you know, I, I'm assuming the average person watching this that doesn't go into the books or anything are going between Mister Mysterious Stranger, maybe Hal Brand, and then Eminem, yeah. and going, which one of you is Sauron? And maybe someone probably thought the bearded guy in Numenor was that, but I already know what he is, and um. I'm like, okay, for sure it's not the wizard, but Halbrand, it makes sense, like I said, being the blacksmith, and the whole thing of eventually the blacksmith helps Celebrimbor forge the rings. And I'm like, holy shit, this is him. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it. They're doing such a good job. It's like when you it's like when you read the wed the red wedding and then you're watching it and you go, Oh, maybe they won't do it, even though I know it's gonna happen, and then they do it and I go well, I knew it was going to happen, but they really convinced me for a second that yeah. it wasn't. So they did a very good job of Halbrand not looking like Sauron, even though well, he was. Because, like, so much of the time he was just like, leave me alone. I don't want any part of this. But apparently yeah. that was part of his plan the whole time. And, and then like, when he does go, like, he feels like he's helping people to the point yeah. where he stops her from killing Adar. 
he helps people when the volcano erupts. Like, he is really risking everything. And you're like, wow, Sauron, you're kind of a nice guy, even though you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the turn when uh, Galadriel's like, the last one of your line died, like, genera- like generations ago. Like, who- thousand years ago. Like, who the fuck are you? And he's just like, you know who I am, or whatever. It- like, the-, the way... I go by many names. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, oh. And just, like, the way he turns, like... Because back in Numenor, she was like, you know... I'm making you a king, potentially. People could say that you're taking advantage of my, like, connections or whatever. Like, to try... Funny to... you should say yeah, that. Yeah, now it's like, I was using you the whole time. <laughs> like, it wasn't you... That... He used me yeah, like, it wasn't... for land development. <laughs> like, I love that whole turn. It was like, you weren't <laughs> using me. I was using you literally the entire time. And, like, you were cast out of, like, whatever the elven city was like by your king when you like got mutinied for like a little thing what are they gonna do when they find out you've been working with me like and i was just like shit that's a good point i mean i get that he's been literally manipulating her the whole time and that's what he's known for but that's still like a good point that she did help him a lot like yeah yeah a lot um I think Halbrand was a really good character. Yeah. I think also he was a good... He, he has the advantage of not being from the movies already, like Galadriel was, where we already have a kind of depiction of her, an expectation of her. He is a blank slate, even though he is fucking Sauron he's in the movies. But the way they perceive him, you actually want to root for him for a good amount of time until you're like... Stop, please. We know what you're gonna do, <laughs> and I don't want to see Eregion. Is that how they said it in the in the show, Eregion? That sounds familiar. I always thought it was Eregion, um, but I guess you say the G differently. It's the so for those that don't know, so far right now there's two Elven lands. There's Linden, which right, later on is the called. Grey Havens. That's where the Elves depart. But Linden is the capital. That's where Gilgalad rules from. Celebrimbor, the Elven Smith, rules Eregion. And uh, later on, we get the Woodland Realm. Uh, I don't think it's established yet in the Greenwood later on Mirkwood, which King Thranduil, father of Legolas, uh, resides over. And then eventually we get Lothlorien from Galadriel, which that has not occurred yet. She has not gone through Moria uh, to do that, which they do the, the speak friend and enter. And that's the reason I'm pretty sure why they have that. And it was originally so she could lead people to Lothlorien uh, originally. Um Obviously, that's not in the show, and it yeah. hasn't happened yet, but I'm pretty sure it will. Um, but like I said, we'll get to the stuff at the end of what we expect to happen. God, um, I also, speaking of the Great Havens, I hated that Galadriel waited until like literally the last second to jump off the boat. And I was just like, you could have jumped off at any fucking time, and you waited until like you literally have to swim across an entire sea. So I guess going into the next area, uh, do we want to hit up Numenor next since it's associated yeah, with Galadriel? Yeah, sure. Because that is like the next place that she went to with, with Halbrand. Yeah. And, you know, it's a cool place. Could I, have been cooler. It could have been cooler. Because the Numenorians I, uh, are supposed to be like basically Superman. The Numenorians are Dunedain. They are men who have much... They're not like immortal like elves, but they have like extended... They're like extended lives years or something like that. Yeah, they're they're very. Uh, they're all like seven big. feet tall and like super jacked. 
uh, if you'll recall in Two Towers, Aowen asks Aragorn, like, how old he is, because he's like, he's I like rode 72. With <laughs> I rode with, uh, the, like, your grandfather before, and she's like, you can't be, like, uh, he says 84. He's oh, 84 that's what years it was. Old, yeah. And he looks like he's 38, yeah. maybe. Yeah, he's basically middle aged. Uh, yeah. He's not even close to being like dead, so he's got another good hundred and he's got like a years whole other so. lifespan, basically. Yeah, he's, he's not even at the halfway point. I forget, I think he lives to two hundred and sixteen or something. I forget what his actual death age was, but uh, Numenorans have long lifespans. They look so fucking boring. They, Dude, all they talked about Numenor was like guild shit. And I was like, I they give they a were shit. just kind of it was these weird xenophobic people that just didn't want to associate with anything, which does make sense for what happens later. Well, especially um, they when, they talked a lot about like why they're specifically mistrustful of elves. So like I, that made sense why they were like not cool with Galadriel walking around because they were like yeah no elves have not done anything good for us ever so get away from our island please. Uh, otherwise, you know, we have three, I guess, three to four notable characters. I don't really care about Isildur's sister or yeah, his friends. The you know, they're, they're, yeah, she's, yeah, I don't care. Uh, we have Elendil and Isildur, who Elendil at this point is a captain and Isildur is... I hated Isildur. <laughs> just a son of a captain who's just kind of like, oh, guys. Dude, and he's such a fuck up. <laughs> it's so fucking weird that they're not king yet like elendil becomes king he is the yeah. king of men dude i'm like how and, Ele- and isildur is the prince yeah i'm like how later on becomes king. how is this the isildur that throws the like i literally do not see does not throw does not do, throw does not throw joe was supposed to throw the ring and then i can see that this dude gets corrupted <laughs> yeah that's 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 very true that's fair because <laughs> he's always looking off and he's oh he's gonna look at a little ring and then get killed by orcs in a forest <sighs> but it he he seems whatever I think he'll, it's a whole thing of, they're going to grow into it, and I get it. Um, I just didn't care about him this uh, season. Elendil, I'm so, I'm just so curious. Like, I don't feel like there's much to say about Elendil. He's a, a wise king, not even king, he's a wise captain. Yeah, he's basically who, just like the captain of the guard, it seems like. He understands the old elven ways and everything else, and he's going to become king. And something's going to happen for that to occur otherwise we have the queen uh regent mariel who you know is fine go to middle earth with everyone uh you know she wanted to see what was the big fuss and then she saw everything she needed to until she couldn't anymore uh she seems fine she's she's a cool character she's not like upstanding but i did like the whole like uh i will say the numenorians have cool armor yeah and she has pretty i loved her headdress the fucking sun helmet that she had that was really cool uh i was sad when uh she kind of got fucked over but she has a cool little like blind band now that's red and i'm like okay that looks kind of cool at least yeah i was really confused Uh, because she in one scene was like no one needs to know that i'm blind and then in the next scene she's wearing a blindfold and i'm like i think everyone knows now (laughs) i think she needed time Uh, to kind of like take care of it because now they're on a full boat journey where no one's going to be able to like she can't really hide that from anyone yeah that would be very difficult although but she was still practicing how many steps to get through the hole though so that was confusing to me i well that's for that's for her saving face of like 
I'm not a bumbling like yeah, person that I can't that. do things on her. She needs to. She still, even though she lost her sight, she wants to maintain strength, especially yeah. she needs to present regally. Exactly, uh, especially considering like who she's going to be going up against now. Uh, and yeah, I did love that she was so and... like, pardon the pun, burned by Sauron. <laughs> That she was like, oh, fuck this guy. I'm coming back with an even bigger army. Yeah. And I can't remember the name of the, um, her, I guess, cousin. Or I'm pretty sure it's her cousin. Uh, he's the guy with the very heavy beard, the dark beard. Oh. Who's like, oh, we're going to, uh, why the hell would I want to stop this? Like, you yeah. want to take advantage of the people there. That was, I, um, I did like that scene where his son was like, why would you go to war for the elves? And he's like, for money, dumbass. <laughs> and power. Yeah. And the whole thing, he's like, I want tribute. I want these, because we're better than these humans. Yeah, like uh, if we save Southlands and we get their king in our pocket, we have so many more resources and shit. Yeah. It's, it's smart. And the whole thing here is i guess before, i'm like i really want to say it now but i'm like i guess save it for after i'm, I'm just let's just analyze the characters now and then i'll say everything that we're, what's going to happen after is what's going to be crazy but uh there's not really much else to say with the numenorians like there's no, they're kind of just kind of there there's no development really that occurs with them uh uh, which one do you want to go next? So we still have uh, Elrond, Durin, we have the, Har- the Harfoots, and we have um, the Southlands. Let's let's save Durin and... Uh, you want to uh, save that for yeah, last? Yeah, let's save that for last because that was probably All the right. best. So, like, so of the other two, which one uh, do you want to Let's talk about the Southlands first because I got the least to talk about because I was uh, not interested for the most part. Okay, Southlands were very whatever. Uh, they're owned by, you know... I. I dug that it was like, hey, you you guys helped Melkor in the yeah, past. Yeah, they were like descendants of the Darker Army, I guess. Yeah, and now they were being pretty much... It's America occupying Germany, like, hey, don't, don't fucking do shit again, guys. And the elves are just America, like, yeah. hey, you know, we're just keeping the peace. But, you know, you have Adar, who's the Uruk, and, you know, we already talked about that, really. Uh, and having that full tunnel system and i'm like what the fuck is the tunnel for and the reveal for it was actually really cool the way they did pull that off um where they caused that eruption of the volcano that turns out to be fucking mountain doom and i'm like that's mountain doom wait we're in mordor like it didn't click in my head for a while until the eruption i'm like that couldn't be it it was such a cool scene until in my my god it's it in my opinion they ruined it when they were like what do we call this land now? And I was just like, they they just had the screen kind of pan up and it had the text like the Southlands and then it just got replaced with Mordor. And I was like, under new really? management. <laughs> I don't know. They could have had someone actually say it, but eh. Yeah. But we have the, you know, the two main characters here are Arandir and Bronwith or Bronwyn, sorry. And Arandir is a Sylvan elf, not an Eldorian elf. So he's, he's a lesser elf. Uh, if you all recall the Hobbit, Tariel played by uh, Evangeline Lily is like, oh, I am but a lowly sylvan elf, if you remember saying that. But there is like different uh, elves. There's like two or three. It's either Noldor, uh, Sylvan, and there might be one more. I can't remember, but Sylvan's like the low tier. 
Uh, and that's what he is. And he's part of the guard there. And, you know, they do... I get what they're trying to do here, too. They're doing a Baron and Luthien uh, story of him and Bronwyn. Or if y'all want to be more, I guess, current, a Aragorn and Ao... Arwen. I almost said Awen. Yeah, I uh, get those names mixed up. So story there as well. They sound so similar. But that that's the whole thing. Like, yeah, a lot of people always... Through the Tolkien uh texts you get that like aragorn and arwen are kind of like the second coming of baron and luthien who are so pivotal in simulerion i'm gonna keep saying simulerion in this episode it's gonna be insane but uh you see what they're trying to do with this one and i do get it uh i didn't like it in the hobbit because that was fucking stupid with an elf and a dwarf and just the way they pulled it off is why they didn't pull it off in this i literally i thought it was fine good don't remember like i'm glad <laughs> i don't remember don't. most of the hobbit trilogy if i'm gonna be honest that's that's fine it's there's nothing to miss uh there's one orc with but, like the hook i, I remember that oh as i did yeah um the point is these two are fine they're they don't do anything exceptional they're just kind of there and I do enjoy that, like, he's kind of going against what his people were doing there until, you know, they got fucked over. So it didn't matter in the end because they all die. But uh, I was, I wasn't, I would say I was more enjoying it than not enjoying that whole area of the South because I was very, I guess I was more so curious. I'm like, who are the Southern people? I don't remember them in anything previously. And I'm trying to think, I'm like, these aren't Easterlings. Like Easterlings, you would have literally just all Middle Eastern looking people, even though the actress for uh, Bronwyn is uh, actually Iranian. Hmm. But uh, the the rest of that, like it's, it's like apart from two people, they're kind of just white for the most part. And I'm like, Easterlings are very much Middle Eastern. And I, I didn't get what they were trying to go with that. And... I'm like thinking Rohirrim, but I'm like, it can't be Rohirrim. They're not Rohirrim. There's not even fucking horses here. So they're not even proto-Rohirrim, at least not yet. Uh, and they're just, yeah, they're people that were living in proto-Mordor. And yeah. that was very cool. And it did throw me off when they did the whole plot of the tunnels, the water's going to hit the lava. I thought that was the Balrog. And it was instead Mount Doom. So mm. that was a big... That's what did catch me off guard. Because that's not what I was expecting. I'm like, oh, y'all want to fight? Now you got to fight a Balrog? Oh, no, you didn't. I also love that it's like... A, like, do, making Mount Doom has two purposes. Like, one, it's now, like, uh, Sauron's forge to build, like, the One Ring eventually. And it also just blackens the sky and makes it so that this like orc army can go about and do shit during the day and not get like burned by the sun it's yep. pretty cool and the whole thing is like over time mordor casts a shadow farther and farther the or and that's how the orcs are able to expand and get to other yeah. areas uh we're gonna see that plus you know they fight in night at night still so yeah kind of think like until that shadow reaches farther they're gonna have to still keep doing that kind of thing for sure no, I uh, I liked at least for, for the Southland stuff. I was more interested in like everything going on with the elf dude. I keep forgetting his name. Um, I don't know. I just thought Dar, not the dark one. Oh, oh, are you talking about Arander? I guess so. Yeah, like the the one that got like captured for a while and like tried to leave. yeah yeah. Like I just thought like he was a really cool character and just like yeah when he tried to lead like a um. Uh, prisoner escape and it just like failed utterly 
and his captain gets killed. I was like, yeah, Fuck. like that. I was not expecting that, and like I thought he was a really cool like like fighter in. Like I thought it was really cool his relationship with the um the Southlands woman uh Bronwyn Bron- Bron- Bronwyn yeah, yeah. I was, everything I was saying the whole Barry and Luthien stuff yeah yeah and like my only issue is I was just like why like why did she make herself like the tr- uh, try to become like the leader of like all the villages like I don't know it, I think because it's it's because she did something that the others didn't and she dreamed. I guess so. She was, she was a dreamer. Yeah. She she had she had feelings of great not feelings of grandeur, but she she felt like there was more goals to achieve than what they were just doing. And even though it, it did feel very generic the way they did it, yeah, uh, I think that's what I like. What, why come I on, weird. people! And they're like, "Who are you? I'm the dude." I okay, okay, yeah. we got. We're gonna follow you now. <laughs> like, but then um, like I also liked the the scene where she like has this like rousing um speech where she's just like, "Yeah, like." like we might die here tonight, but at least we'll die free. Like, let's all like try to fight and gain our freedom from like the, the, this dark elf dude and what and like yeah. all the goblins and orcs. And then like one of the random dudes in the audience is like, what if we don't do that? And we just do what the guy says and join him. What and if then we do we, the opposite. And then we don't die. Let's just do that. And like, literally they end up killing their own people. Dude, like literally half of the people left the, the fort. And I was just like, damn, that's, fucking cold actually and most of them get killed by their own yeah and that and then you see like oh that's why you don't just like do what the bad guy says yeah Uh, it's like it worked out for it i mean that that scene was hard because like he he literally theo's friend gets killed by well he grabs like the one kid and he's just like yeah that's what theo's friend he's just like kill this kid and he's just like no no but i know you you know me please don't i'm just like jesus that's gonna do it for the dark yeah he he does it too because he's like he's still around later He's the guy. It wasn't. I mean, he's the fucking one that opens the gate yeah, and it sets off Mount Doom. And the that shithead. was interesting to see a human that was like actually a true believer in like the Dark Lord and that like Sauron will return and we should as long as we stay loyal. I mean, you know who that got. You know what they got influenced from, right? You know who he's influenced by. Who? The South will rise again. Oh, I can see yeah. that. <laughs> it's li- it's yeah. That's. That's what it is. That's, he's basically just a fucking veteran. It's insane. Uh, to but the yeah. point where you even hear him. He's like the one kind of, he already, because he's a human and he has a face compared to the orcs. Like he grow, like already grew ranked of like yeah. pretty much he's Adar's right hand dude at this point over the orcs where he's like, all hail the magic conch. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Also, so, I just, I couldn't get into Bronwyn's kid. I thought he was weird and annoying like the, i mean he's just a moody kid yeah i think that's it there just wasn't much to his character i i think it, it didn't help that we were already getting that with the seal door and it's just like and yeah. on top of that galadriel's arrogance and i'm just there, you can't have too many characters with that type of kind of that obnoxious yeah maybe that's feeling. why i just I makes things too like imbalanced him. it's fine if there's one but having three was what kind of had a negative aspect for the show in that sense i think yeah um but yeah that was south uh next the harfoots oh boy a little, little hobbit i was folk. into them for like ha- most of the first episode and then from there i just was like as soon as they got to the point where they were like oh yeah we sometimes just abandon people on our uh pilgrimage because like it might lead to more people dying if we stop to help them where are you like, going what i don't know <laughs> He's just fucking migrating little weirdo. And then later on, uh, when uh, Philly, is that her name? Like, 
Nori? Nori. When, when she, like, uh, was getting all depressed because, like, literally their whole village got <laughs> burned, I guess. Oh, and Eminem burned their village? Yeah, and, like, her dad is just like, we're Harfoots. We may not fight dragons or, or like, fighting armies and stuff like that, but we do one thing better than anyone. We're true to ourselves. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You abandon people on the road all the fucking time. You have a yeah, list of people you've, you've left. The, and this was another negative aspect of the show is they were really, really trying to force the Hobbit yeah. heartfelt feeling of like, oh, you know, Hobbits will always surprise you, blah, 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 blah. And the, the whole thing is Harfoots are proto-Hobbits. Uh, I was kind of into and, the like migratory thing. And then they just like hide every time like travelers show up. So they, they got to And it's like, why? And it's just like, cuz yeah well they, they got a hint of like that's what hobbits do like because there's like a intro to the the hobbit book where it's just like yeah hobbits still exist they're just really good at hiding and they can hear you from like miles off and they'll just like hide yeah they just want to be they, they want to do their own thing and not be they don't want to be troubled by the outside world is the whole thing and with these ones which it, it, i get the whole world war one analogy of going overseas and stuff uh, it totally makes sense. But the whole thing with the Harfoots, they it just felt forced and also didn't feel like it went I was very getting far. they didn't there was not really any development. It was more they were just a foil for the stranger who turned out to it was pretty much everything I expected, but I was trying to hope that it wasn't who I thought it was because it makes like, no sense. <laughs> Because it's just so easy. I'm like, dude, give me someone else. We have five of you. Why do you have to do the get same it, one get, over and over and Gandalf over? landed near the Harfoots. That's why he likes the Hobbits later. And here's the thing. They act like Gandalf is the only one there when he's not even the first one to land. No, it wasn't that supposed to be Saruman? Saruman. Saruman. Saruman is the first one there, and Gandalf is the third. Uh, one of the blue wizards gets there before him, I'm pretty sure, still. And then it's Gandalf, and then later on they send the other blue wizard and Radagast. Uh, but I'm not sure. Is Radagast a blue wizard? No, he was a brown. Wizard. Right, there were two blues: Radagast, Gandalf, Saruman. No, I, yeah, I just so, thought I heard you say blue wizard. Yeah, I said blue wizard a couple times. No, I mean, and then I said Radagast. It, it, never mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. We get this giant dude, and immediately I'm like, it's not Sauron. And I'm like, Sauron didn't fall from the sky. It's a wizard, a starry star, the whole thing with the stars. Yeah, where the wizard. hell did that, like, prophecy come from that Sauron would fall How from the sky when, like, he's... That was some bullshit. He's just been around know, for, like, forever. And it was, didn't work out. I don't like, know. Nah, he just it. never left? He was just traveling around the world? They, they said, would the real Slim Shady please stand up? <laughs> and he was like, you got the wrong guy. And then they went, ah, oh, shit. He's over there. Sorry, Dre. And then bounce. I hated I that scene when Nori was just like, no, he went the other way. And he's like, did you think that would work? She's tracking <laughs> him with... Finish on fire. It's like, she's tracking him with fucking magic. You think she's going to be like, oh, well, my, my spell says he went the other way. Like, you, are you sure he went this way? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe this random stranger is more trustworthy than my spells. No. <laughs> I think... What was weird was there were just okay. Pointing out obviously he's Gandalf for those that don't yeah, get it. He's I, fucking Gandalf. I never they, once them, for a second like it believed them when they were like he's the he's the dark one. He's Sauron. 
Yeah, you knew already that he wasn't Sauron, and the fact that, okay, he's already doing wizard shit by doing magic. Sauron doesn't do wizard shit. Two, it's okay. I was hoping for Sauron and the Blue Wizard because I think it would be more interesting, but the minute you have a fucking giant magic man with hobbit people it's gandalf they even put him in like a brown that's just gandalf robe or gray robe like gandalf wears yeah and the whole thing there is okay so he's basically this is how he becomes attached to the shire attached to hobbits it starts here with the the harfoots i keep wanting to say proudfoots i know right because it sounds similar and then i immediately came up in the lord of the rings i know that it's it's funny (laughs) because I know that's the thing. I, I think Harfoots, and then I almost want to say Proudfoots, and immediately after want to go past feet, and then we go, <laughs> but like fucking Proudfoots. Um, he does all it, Hobbit shit. You get it. He's attached to that. That's how that relationship starts. The other thing that was incredibly easy to tell was they even start pulling fucking lines from oh, yeah. movies. But also the analogies, the way Gandalf would talk, especially to with Frodo the whole like follow your nose thing. It was like that was the, yeah, that the was Mordor from the line really. Fucking... <laughs> no, sorry, not Moria. Moria. Yeah, and it's like follow your nose, and you're like, okay, that's like it is literally now three hundred percent sure it's Gandalf. But before that, with the, when he talks to the Nori in the beginning, uh, when he finally is full speech, that is a very Gandalf talk that he'd give to Frodo and yeah. Moria or Pippin in Minas Tirith and the, that it's was like it's like not very... a it's not a adventure unless you share it with someone yeah, yeah but also like all the stuff he talked about with it too just everything around that conversation you could feel gandalf there so it's also really weird to already... me that he went from barely able to speak to completely fluent in like two scenes it's from the the staff and what uh eminem was doing to him he gave him the full album and he got uh, to listen to it and it unlocked all they, his sorry yeah, upload... that was fucking just the the three the three fucking dark women i'm like who the fuck are they i don't okay i could be i don't know i was gonna make a matrix joke about like thing. one of one of the uh agents in, uh, up, they were pretty much agents like, honestly. uploading the uh ma- the language module to, to his brain <laughs> it, honestly i didn't understand what they were uh they if someone well, they were supposed uh, to be like okay. sauron's emissaries but they were like the worst because they were way off yeah that's the whole thing how are they fucking emissaries then like they're, they're just trash and they, and they were going off like a false uh, uh prophecy that he would fall from the sky like I, the only thing i could see because i don't point? think well that's the thing i don't think they're in the the similarion at all no? that, that would be the only place they can derive from the only thing i could think of is maybe one of them is a vampire uh but then uh, no wait no they both there's a there's a specific great like werewolf and vampire that work for sauron and they both get killed and the the elves wear their skin it's pretty funny weird when they they sneak in dressed up as them they're like hey it's me <laughs> but like uh i i guess there's some sauron melkor servant when sauron was in Angband. that's a whole thing it's a whole thing guys i'm not gonna get into it but at a certain point during the whole melkor shit sauron had a fortress called Angband. And maybe they're from that. That's all I could think of. I don't know who the fuck they are. Uh, maybe there's someone that's a high, a much better tiered uh, Tolkien lore person that could probably explain it, but much better than I can. They probably know, and I don't. I have no fucking idea. 
I just read the books. I didn't get like super into all the other like Tolkien stuff. I, I really want to, but I only like there's a lot of stuff I wiki and went through, but that's not, that's not my jurisdiction. Uh, so I don't really know what they are. Uh, otherwise, I guess let's get into the. Uh, is that who who else we got still? Oh, Durin the Southlands. And... We did the yeah. So Durin and Elrond, which I also want to say really fast. Uh, Actually, let's do them, and then right after, let's just briefly talk Celebrimbor and Gelad. Okay. Uh, but we get Durin the fourth. We also have Durin the third. We have Disa, and we have Elrond. And I gotta say, this is probably the best part of the show. Oh, absolutely. This is where I don't really have any complaints compared to, ironic, I guess the other four areas that had complaints. This is the only one that I didn't. My only complaint uh, with this is that, like, the whole point of the Mithril thing, just, it's like the elves are losing their light somehow, and if they don't replenish the light from the Mithril, they'll all die eventually. And I thought that was... They'll become mortal. Yeah, and I thought that was really strange, because I don't think that was ever a thing. I mean, not that it... They made, they, I'm pretty sure they made that up for this. Yeah. Because the whole thing, there's a gap here that I don't think... Tolkien covers it but he does it not in detail it's like uh hey this is the overall thing without any of the like on the streets type of stuff and right now the show is doing the on the streets type of stuff it's just weird to me that um they were like they wanted to start a trade deal with the dwarves because they thought they needed a shit ton of uh um mithril And then it ended up they literally were able to solve everything with like a little tiny chunk, which fine, but it just makes it feel like there was no need for that whole thing. Well, the whole thing, they hadn't comprehended it yet. The whole whole time they're just thinking we need it for every elf that's still on Middle Earth. Yeah, I guess so. And when they get to it, it's Halbrand that changes the whole thing with him and Celebrimbor and go, hey, you know, you could just do it with like, one person you just have to yeah. amplify certain, it uh yeah certain metal mixes can actually amplify the qualities of both yeah and you know we get that whole thing but elrond himself you know we have hugo weaving as elrond in lord of the rings this version of elrond is not i was worried i wasn't gonna either. like him but i actually ended up th- I think he was just fine yeah because right now we're in Ironically enough, we have Galadriel and Elrond that are polar opposites of each other at this point. Like, uh, Galadriel was in a very arrogant state, and we're going to get to a point where she's very much just like, we have to work together, you know, I'm wise, I'm calm, I'm controlled, I know everyone's needed for this to the point where I'll send my people to die at Helm's Deep for it. And Elrond is like, you know, I'm trusting, I want to help people, I'm not at the point yet where I watch men fucking corrupt and go do dark shit and also the dwarves become incredibly greedy yeah and like, uh my friend's already dead so like, like watching the seal door walk away now. from mountain doom basically destroyed his faith in humanity yeah not to mention like the whole thing he has a friendship with Dern the fourth here that seemed like a very much best friend thing he very well outlives Durin and then multiple of his descendants. Dude, well, so yeah, because he's see how The dwarven relationship kind of falters there too, and, considering also the dwarves don't become as friendly as they used to be for quite some time. Uh, honestly, not like after this, uh, after all the stuff with Durin and shit, they don't become friendly again until Gimli, yeah. honestly. Like this, there is the stuff in The Hobbit, but that's more of out of necessity 
than friendship. Yeah, uh, Durin was probably my I, favorite I, character the entire season. Just like he had such emotional moments, like when he even with Elrond, he'd start crying. Dude, like when he was like m- mining alone with Elrond, because he's like, if I, if maybe if just we can sh- uh, show my father that we can mine the Mithril safely, maybe it'll change his mind. And maybe we can save you, my friend. And like I, all, even the moment where he's like, "You're telling me that the fate of the entire Elven race is in my hands." Say that again. <laughs> he just loved that. Yeah. But also the. Um, but then like the scene where he, when he finds out they can't do it, like even after all that, and he's like and crying, Ron's like I have to leave. Yeah, he's like, "It's not goodbye, my friend." And you feel that that actually that was probably the best emo- That's that was the most emotional scene in the entire well, season. What? Except for maybe the scene where he's like having like a full on screaming match with his father about like oh that was how, crazy and, dude the way his father ended that where he's like you're telling me to just forget about someone that is as much a brother to me as if she if he had been like fired in my mother's like womb or whatever and his father like that was like the worst offense he could have said so the way he gets up he's just like how dare you how you're not prince dare anymore you and he like he literally disowns him. I yeah like that shit that's why like one of my few complaints about the last episode was just, uh, we didn't get any more Durin or anything and I was just like no no you can't end it there <laughs> shit his part in this season is done I guess yeah because I guess they did get really... enough mithril to get the job done but and then like yeah just the the scene where they break into the cavern with all the mithril and it's like massive and there's just so much mithril like veins all over the place it was insane and then you see Mr. B down Yeah, that was weird that the like, oh, Balrog is, like, awake, but... And he, like, does a full roar. Yeah, and that was weird. Everyone's like, must have been the wind. Yeah. But uh, I think, like, he's he is such a great... Him and Elrond together have such a great personality. And you know what? It's funny because you see the trailer, you see Disa, and I'm just like, oh, boy, here we go. Like, Dude, like, I love her. <laughs> And then, like, I'm like, where's the beard? And then I watch this show. I watch her, and I'm like, fuck, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's great. Um, Dude, she's dude, got her she's, man's back, like, so hard. <laughs> she got his back, but also she's got Elrond's back. She does, like, she very much just goes off of what's right. And I really love that about her. And it's such an interesting thing of, like, okay, we never really get dwarves in the books. A dwarf woman um at least no we i I, we get the one joke we're just like yeah they're often mistaken for dwarven men because of the beard and like that might be real like yeah and it's um because the whole thing is they might have been there might have been some dwarven woman in the similarion i just don't remember there were none of notable like name to remember but in the hobbit movies they do show them uh, in the flashbacks, uh, back when they're like doing the whole like Smaug coming to, to blow all, all that shit up, you do see bearded dwarf women, not like heavy thick beards, but you do see them with like little beards and stuff. And you're like, oh shit, there you go. You like Peter Jackson showed us finally. Uh, this we do get them, and they don't have beards, or at least I think we really just see like a couple of them, um, including Disa. But she was really cool. Her personality was, like I said, really awesome, really just pure of just, like, do the right thing. And I love that she was just kind of like mom uh, and wife, where she's just like, 
you know, Elrond's like, I guess I'll be going now in the beginning. And she looks at Durin and is like, mm. yeah. and he's like, fine, okay, fine. <laughs> it's like so good. Uh, and honestly, I, th- I like right now my ranking of characters probably Elrond, Durin, and Deesa are my top three oh, characters already for the show. Like literally every All scene by, they, like, that uh, took place in like that mountain area was like, or just anything with those characters I loved. Yeah. Them... I think my top five is easily those three plus, I want to say, Halbrand and Gilgalad. Uh, Halbrand because of how much personality he does have. And Gilgalad because I just, I just fucking love Gilgalad. I, you guys got to understand, I've I've had such an infatuation with Gilgalad pre, like, not just, the, not just that little scene in the movie, but, like, from reading the books and seeing how cool he is and just, like, all the shit he does. And you're like, fuck, this dude's dead. And we finally are getting a depiction of him. And it's still... He looks exactly like he does in the movie prologue. Exactly like that. Hmm. It's like the most spot-on transfer. And Gilgalad, you know, you keep thinking of him if you, like, agree with Elrond, if you agree with Galadriel especially. You're like... Gilgalad's wrong and then you listen to him and this dude is like the most uncorrupted of all of the elves this dude is like oh uh, no nah, we don't need that that's impure we're not follow- we're not following this shit we don't need vengeance we don't need any of this and he's thinking like 10 steps ahead of everyone else where you could tell he's not being like turned to it like a- another thought because he's just like listen I get what you're saying here but if you keep hunting Sauron like it's nothing good will come of this. And what happens, she literally starts working with Sarah. Yeah. He was right. And the whole thing with Elrond too, to an extent where, you know, it at least pushes them in the right direction of, listen, give us a chance. We could figure this out. We just need a small amount of time. Trust us. And it does work out. But this is, you guys got to understand, like you, you may not like him just because I guess he's antagonizing to the other uh, Elven main characters. This is the guy that's going to be fighting Sauron at the end. Like, this is the dude that goes one-on-one combat. Well, I guess, like, sort of one-on-one combat. He, he's, like, one of the main kings that fights Sauron. It's, like, him and Elendil. These two guys are going to be going ho- toe-to-toe with Sauron. Isildur later just goes, Father, oh, fuck, and, yeah, like, yeah. slashes at his hand. Those are the two that fight him, though, and, like, basically weaken the shit out of him. So keep an eye on Gilglad. He is very, very important. And then last guy, Celebrimbor. Uh, the Elven Smith, ruler of Eregion. He is, yeah, he's fine. He's cool. Uh, I, I'm very curious as to what's going to happen next, I guess. Like, do you have anything on him? I don't really have anything on Celebrimbor besides that. I know you'll probably have more yeah. because of what you just played. But No, that's the thing. Like, literally just the fact that Celebrimbor was in the show made me want to play uh, Shadow of Mordor because that's, like, a major character in that game, those two games. Yeah. So... Yeah, and he's definitely much more interesting in the game. So, what comes next, or I guess last thing I want to talk about before kind of getting into what is going to happen, uh, the music and the costumes uh, and the sets. I think all of those are done amazing. I think these are the best parts of it, was looking at the cool elven outfits, besides Gladriel's armor was probably the most boring thing, uh, and just felt weird, but... Because the other elven armor is always so cool. Look at the fucking Helm's Deep. Well, it's always really ornate, and hers was just kind of yeah. like plate armor. 
Yeah, but it's like shiny steel, like elegant steel. Yeah. I don't know. But um, the Num- uh, Numenorian armor is really cool. I love the outfits for like the dwarves. Durin's had a very yeah. interesting. He had like the, the feet shoes. You could see the little feet and shit. Uh, otherwise, like the designs of the orcs were really cool. I, I like the way they pulled off the orcs. Yeah. I, that was really well done. Um, the music itself. So I was trying to figure out it's Greg Bear is this no 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 Bear Bear um Bear McCreary is the composer. And Bear McCreary you'll actually know from uh Godzilla King of the Monsters. Uh if you didn't know him already. I was trying to think if he did God of War, but I think actually that is um Greg Bear. Uh, oh, I could be okay. wrong. Interesting. But. Uh, let me double check to see who the composer is. I just want to make sure I'm not confusing them. No, it is Bear McCreary. So he does God of War also. So we're about to play God of War and also Rings of Power we just watched. Same composer. And his music, I think, does... Uh, what's his... Uh, do you remember the... Howard Shore. Howard Shore is the composer for, for The Lord of the Rings. He does Howard Shore justice, I would say. Uh, I love the music in this show so much, especially, I think, uh, I don't know if you'll agree with me, the uh, Numenorian theme, uh, the theme for kind of them as the as Numenor, them when they're going to go off on the ships, because it gets like really an epic version of that. And then there's like a theme for a seal door and a Lendiel that's really fucking good. And then you have the southern theme, which is also kind of like the Halbrand theme, where it's like... And all of those, I think, are like the best parts of the music. They do such a good job with those where I really appreciated them. And, and honestly, in my like fun playlist of like the, you know, the best Lord of the Rings music, I would probably throw four or five of the songs in that soundtrack in there because they are just fantastic. Like they are great fantasy songs of like just Lord, Tolkien era shit. I liked it a lot. Do you have anything on uh, any of that stuff right now? No, I, it's been a while, so I don't really remember any of the themes. Like, I remember the music being, like... It's on Spotify, too. Yeah, like, I remember it being good and just, like, similar to the movies, but not, like, focusing on specific themes, I guess. There is the weird, like, songs, too, where they do... They recite the ring uh, writing, where it's, you know, nine the, the three mm-hmm. rings to the elves, and they do, like, the whole, like... That was weird, but it was interesting. But finishing off here, uh, kind of what comes next, what we're going to expect the next season or beyond those seasons um first off obviously the numenorians aren't going to stay in numenor yeah uh they are definitely something's gonna happen to that they're already hinting at like the fall of numenor yeah uh numenor will fall and i mean guys sorry spoilers here for if you guys didn't figure it out yet but also you've watched lord of the rings you kind of should know uh, the Numenorians are going to leave, and they're going to found two kingdoms, Arnor and Gondor. And you're going to get there. That's like kind of the, the big kingdoms there that are going to sprout from it. And those are going to be the kingdoms of the Numenorian men. But eventually, I believe it's called Kinstrife is what you get. And you kind of get that inkling with um, what's-his-face with the big dark beard. But the dark Numenorians right. and the dark Numenorians are the ones that do a civil war and they believe in the more controlling aspect of we're better than everyone else. Fuck this shit. 
and they leave and they go and because uh, they kind of some of their cities get destroyed and they kind of hold up in umbar which we later get in lord of the rings with the corsairs those are dark numenorians if those if you guys didn't know yeah so that's a whole thing and because the whole thing is they have the heavier beards and all that shit it's very like darker and he has that exact like look and you definitely will feel that from certain Numenorians that do feel more xenophobic and shit. Like, you'll probably get some of that later on. I mean, I think we're going to get some crown trouble. Like, you're going to see the strife between the cousin and the queen. Uh, since especially she's blind and all that shit happened. And she's going to be like, hey, we have to send more people there. It's war now. And he's going to be like, well, what if we did this instead? Uh, something's going to happen where, obviously, a lineal will take the crown and become king. So somehow. Yeah, somehow. Uh, I'm curious how many rings we're going to see in the next season. Uh, If we're going to get the other um, 17 rings, or if we're going to just get like... uh, It'd be interesting if we see the dwarven ones in... I think next season for sure we're going to get the dwarven ones. Because that's the next set. But I'm more curious, uh, do you think we're also going to get the men's rings? Or is that going to be like a third season? I think each season. season will get another ring, yeah. yeah. Um, or at least like the third season we get the those plus Sauron's ring. Uh, because, you know, I, I, I think the show's supposed to be like four or five seasons. And if it is, you need the war to start at a certain point. You don't want the war to be too short. So I could see season to account for three it. being like making the uh, the rings War and begin. like giving them to the different like kings of men, and then yeah, season four like Sauron starts. It's to, just all out war. Well, I don't know. Season four might be like Sauron enacting his plan and like corrupting the kings and stuff like over time, and then like season five is like all out war. Okay, but I don't know. Okay, yeah, we'll see what happens, but. Uh, yeah, we'll get the Dwarven Rings, I think, next season for sure. I'm just curious how we're going to go about them getting the Dwarven Rings. Because obviously, I think Sauron forges the One Ring. Uh, I can't remember who forges the others, though, if it's Celebrimbor still forging I thought them. he was the one that forged like all the Rings of Power except for the One Ring. I think so. But So he wrong. is going to forge them, and then Sauron's going to use it to fuck everyone up. Uh, I think what's going to happen is... Uh, the dwarves are going to... Each one's going to need it for a different reason, and they're going to come to the elves for it. Probably, I assume. And then uh, the southern the southern people, I'm very curious as to who they're going to go to. Are they just going to kind of mix in with the Numenorians, and that's another aspect of what causes the dark Numenorians to rise up? Or are they going to found a country? Will they be the future Rohirrim, which I highly doubt? Or are they going to be some other faction? Uh, so that's going to be interesting, to yeah. say the least. Uh, then you have the elves, of course. We kind of have to wait and see what goes on there, but it's going to eventually lead into um, Sauron eventually sacking Eregion and destroying that. And the whole thing of when is Galadriel going to go and found Lothlorien? And when will Elrond flee Eregion and go to Linden? Uh, those are the two big things. Because another thing, too, is when it's either during the third or fourth, one of them is going to help in two times. Like, one is going to help, like, allow the elves to cross to Lothorian and also save Elrond from Sauron's forces. Like, the elves, they're going to stop them. And then also, at a certain point, they will come and attack 
Sauron's forces from the like it's a whole thing. They come and attack Sauron's forces from the rear, and then lock themselves up in Casadum and go, "All right, doors are shut. Fuck you. We're gone." Interesting. <laughs> we did our we did our part to save the elves. Uh, we're just gonna hold up. But eventually, they do rejoin in the last alliance fight, and they do show up to fight Sauron. So they do not as much as obviously the men and elves, but they will show up as well. Uh, otherwise, the Harfoots. You know, we have uh, Gandalf and Nori. Yeah, they. Went I guess off we don't have to deal with the other. I guess. At least we don't have to deal with the whole thing of them, but yeah. we'll just have to deal with those two. Uh, they're going to Rune, which is the region that Mordor is in, so that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna be something. Uh, and I think that's everything, really. Oh, Durin, you know, I think he's gonna rise yeah. up in some fashion. He'll find a way to become heir again, or the king will die at some point i can't remember when but he will you think we're gonna see the balrog again because it doesn't make any sense that it's awake <laughs> the whole thing is the balrog doesn't show up until after yeah like uh that's why i'm like confused the balrog, they even did that like li- except for literally just like a teaser of like oh check it out it's a balrog the balrog destroys moria the first time after the war is done and then the dwarves leave and they do other shit. And then that's when they try to come back again. And, you know, they eventually establish it and they're like, cool, we're cool there. And then they, 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 uh, go too deep again. And the Balrog comes out, the goblins come out, the watcher comes out and then they all die. And then the fellowship shows up. So the Balrog comes out like a couple times. Uh, so keep that in mind, but it's not until like after the war is done. Yeah. I don't think, if I rec- if I recall, it is during the sixth that awakens the Balrog. So mm, we're not so even close. So it's not in the, the Durin that we like that does that. No. Weird. Unless they they might make it sooner because they you know they they could they're kind of like well we could kind of do some, whatever we want right now right it's okay, uh, but I don't think they, I think they might delve away from the Tolkien. Uh, like the way it goes, and they might change it, but we'll see. I think that's everything, though. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I think overall, though, I... Actually, you go first, because you put it best. I don't want to take the words from your mouth of what you yeah, said. Yeah, so it took a while for me to figure out, like, why I like was kind of mixed on this show. And it's just, like... Uh, how do I put it? I think it was, like, it's better than I expected, but not as good as I wanted it to be. Because I... Yeah. I mean, we had low we had low fucking yeah like uh, expectations like i'm a massive fan of the lord of the rings movies like so i was really hoping that it could be really good because it was covering a period of time that i'm not familiar with and but still covering some characters that existed in the movies that i know because elves are immortal and like i just I was worried because Amazon, other than the boys, there's like basically nothing on Amazon that has ever interested me. So I was really not expecting much out of the Invincible. Oh, and Invincible. So there's like a couple things, but the anti-Superman supercoach. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it it's not terrible, but it's just not as good as I wanted. Was hoping, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, I feel like honestly pretty much the same way where it is like i had such low expectations it did better than i expected it to be but i still had so many complaints and like felt mixed about a lot of it but there were parts i really enjoyed uh it's at a point though where i do feel like 
I'm not going to hate everything else that comes next. I'm hoping they do better uh, with everything else now, where it could kind of go uphill. Uh, and I do think they can go uphill with everything, except for the fact that now that they're going to be filming in the UK, I feel like this, the characters and the plot, the story, all that stuff, I think, can go uphill. The production of itself, the set, I think is going to yeah, go down. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, they might just be like, yeah, we're, it's the same as New Zealand. Motherfucker, that's just Scotland. <laughs> like, it's just going to be like, yeah, it's the Welsh, it's the Welsh countryside. It's the same thing, it's close right? close enough, right? <laughs> yeah, it's some more, you know, we're in some moors. We're in the, we're, we're you know, where they filmed American Werewolf in London. Isn't it great? And they're like, no, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, looking at time, uh, yeah. I for sure won't have anything to talk about. Do you still want to talk about Shadow of Mordor? Uh, we should probably wrap it up because it's like already 7.30. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did, I guess I talked about it before on the show here too. I've, I think I've talked about both, but we could still hit up oh, Shadow so you have played of these Mordor. Before? Yeah, okay. I've talked about them both on then, the show. Yeah, then I guess next time I could talk about it and we could actually cover spoilers and stuff because I was just like. Yeah. I think I spoiled it on the show too. You oh, that's cool because I don't remember anything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yes, but dude, I spoiled everything in that show. I was like, I mean, in those games, I was like, oh shit. Uh, but now I won't for I won't talk about Shadow of War again. Now I guess for a bit. Yeah. I mean, you're, gonna, you're not gonna play it for a while, but still. But I might get uh, get to it like after God of War, but we'll see how long it takes me to get through God of War. That's what I'm saying. Like God of War, and then when you get to Shadow of War, you're gonna be like, fuck, this game's long. I'm like halfway through maybe God of War right now, and I'm hoping that maybe by Monday I can be most of the way through. But we'll I see. really like. I guess before we close, um, I just want to say a few things. Uh, one, I really like that because normally we've been, you know, we we're cramming a shit ton of shows and movies and some games into these episodes recently, especially during October with the Halloween stuff and all the spooky things and whatnot. Uh, and then, you know, coming up, we have different shows like Star Wars and Marvel shit and some other stuff coming up. But I'm glad that we could do one thing that it takes the entire episode to talk about. Yeah. And it's just between the two of us. But it's the thing that, you know, I love Star Wars. But also Star Wars has become so gluttonous and massive that it's not really like... It's to the point where now where you kind of... You just like sections of it. Uh, and you're kind of like, yeah, I just like this part. But the rest is kind of disgusting. Yeah, like uh, Kenobi was okay. Andor's amazing though. <laughs> Ah, fuck Kenobi, though. I fucking hate that. That show sucked. Uh, but Mandalorian, it's a, I haven't watched Andor yet. Dude, too, it's I so good. That. I haven't started at all. Uh, and I'm like, fuck, I have to do five episodes or four episodes of She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, ugh. Um, I mean, okay, the show's not, I mean, it's, I'm not going to say, it, it's whatever. It's very whatever show so far. I'm like, it's the last it. episode, you're going to be like, what the fuck is going on? That's the thing. I, I already got spoiled for the Scar look, and I'm like, That's like the least of bro, that episode. <laughs> I know, I'm not, I, we'll talk about it when we get there next week, but um, Lord of the Rings is a world where everything has been such, like, for the most part, good quality. Yeah. And then you get stuff like The Hobbit, and you're just kind of like, still fuck, good, but still, but like, like, it's still, it doesn't, it doesn't make you want to, like, burn your house. Yeah. Like, you feel, you feel fine like afterwards and it's such a i think the franchise is so special too it's not like the last jedi where you're like it's not oversaturated <laughs> it's done in moderation and i appreciate that they've kept it that way and it like even with rings of power where i was so worried about it and now that i've watched it i feel less worried and i'm actually like okay i'm on board like it's not it's not like a high grade i'd give it like a c 
but uh, it's I'm on board for yeah. it at this point I, because I still love that world and I appreciate the story they're trying to tell yeah. with the very interesting plane of frontier that's like not really Tolkien talked too much that they can kind of work with it in ways that uh, as long as they have the end game and down, they can kind of do certain things the way they want to and be like, it's canon. Um, but uh, we're getting to a point now where we're getting into like three different branches of Lord of the Rings. I mean, one we have not counting this, but we have the Gollum game coming soon. That is actually like a weird, like, like get the shit outside of my house. I don't want this in here. Get, keep it out there. None of us are, we're not buying this game. We're not going to play like this game. No one asked for the game. Like, no one want this game. Who asked for this? No one's going to play. This game is, I doubt this game is going to sell well. Like, I, yeah. I don't know anyone that wants to play it I, or buy it or anything. Yeah, I literally don't think I've heard a single, like, YouTube commentator or podcast or that I listen to or anything talk about that Gollum game and say, like, yeah, I might give it a shot. Yeah. It's all just so, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't care. We have three branches, though, that are coming for Lord of the Rings. We have, right now, Amazon, which is giving us the show. And they're going to continue. It sounds like just with this show, that's all that they can do is this specific era. And they're just going to stick to the show. And I think once it's done, Amazon will no longer have anything to do with Lord of the Rings. On the other hand, we have Embracer that bought pretty much rights to everything where they can be yeah, like, we weird. can do anything with Lord of the Rings. And that includes movies, shows, or I guess more or less movies, games, like board games, fucking, uh, what we talk about? It was like um, theme parks or... Like, merchandise in, like, actual physical places, which I'm like, of anything they can do, I hope they just specifically focus on tabletop games, because it's a game fucking company. I don't want movies from you guys. I'm sorry. And physical shit. Give me some fucking physical places to go to. I will die. I will love that shit. They make a... Yeah. A series of Give me a Ghibli Lord of the Rings link. They make a series of apartments and they call it Hobbiton. (laughs) No, give us a, give me a fucking fellowship hike adventure. That'd be great. Uh, oh my god, that then, is fucking genius. What? <laughs> re, I, I know. I'm fucking, I'd, I'd do it. I would fucking do it. I'd leave everything and do it. No problem. Uh, Lumbus bread. Every day we just gonna <laughs> eat Lumbus bread. <laughs> but like, you guys gotta understand. I fucking love Lord of the Rings. You got, I, I love Lord of the Rings. It's like the three pillars of everything is Godzilla, Batman, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. These are the three important things in my life of like the media pop culture whatever um warner brothers recently said they want to go into they want to focus on their big franchises like the dc uh or at least like the the trinity uh lord of the rings and harry potter and stuff like that and they're like we still have rights to make movies and i did not know that because considering everything with embracer and that makes me very like so what do you mean by that? <laughs> what, what are you saying about, like, when you say you want to franchise, you utilize your franchises again, and you can still make Lord of the Rings movies? What does that mean? Yeah. Where are we going with this? Because already Embracer was saying, yeah, we could do, like, a Gandalf and Aragorn movie and shit. And I'm like, let's not do those things, because we don't... <laughs> can we just go to the fucking Easterlings finally? I just want to go to an Easterlings thing. But... What are all of these different companies going to try to do and how much are they going to throw in? And I hope to God they don't make this into like a weird over bloated Star Wars situation or even like Marvel situation, which could be that's 20 times worse. But like 
I hope they still know not to over, you know, it's like wasabi, James. You know, when you get the you get the sushi, just put a little bit of wasabi on, right? You don't put the whole fucking thing or else you're going to be like, oh, fuck, why did I do this? Yeah. Like, we don't want that to happen. So I'm very curious as to what's going to happen here. Uh, and hoping they all do things slowly and in small amounts, because otherwise it ruins the whole thing of why this is so special. And I think that's everything. That has been Sutra Side Talk, you guys. And uh, if you guys would like to contact us, you can at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. You can uh, send us feedback, comments, or questions if you want us to read them on the show. Saying it right now, uh, sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. Name's in the title at gmail.com. Next week, we have a Marvel episode. We're talking about Black Panther 2 and She-Hulk. If you have, if you have any questions on those two things, whether it's uh, questions about this stuff or anything you want us to talk about specifically, send them to that email or, you know, God of War, we're going to talk about that too. Questions about God of War, shoot our way. Any news coming up in the next two weeks, that too. All of that, you can email it right to us. If you want to follow us, uh, you can follow the show at Sutra Side Talk on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, I've been kind of not doing stuff on TikTok this last couple of weeks. Just like I said, working on that short film now that I'm uh, at least done for now. Uh, I already put up that God of War unboxing video for the collector's edition, and there's going to be a lot more, uh, actually a good amount of both uh, podcast clips, but I have a bunch of little news pieces I want to talk about, like seven or eight of them. So I'm going to start knocking those out. Uh, So we're going to have a lot more TikTok content coming up soon. And I'm still going to look into uh, seeing if I could put those little TikTok clips on uh, YouTube there's those YouTube shorts. I want to look into that and see if I could spread them there too. Besides like Instagram reels, uh, Instagram, you'll get the reels as well as promos and Twitter is more of retweets, opinion pieces, um, just like smaller versions of the Instagram posts. Really? Uh, you could follow James though on Twitter at invader Jim one, two, four, and you could follow me on go, go If you want to support us, uh, you know, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to or watching. Uh, if it's Apple Podcasts, give us that five-star review. Spotify, give us that rating. Uh, and uh, if it's YouTube, give us a like besides subscribing. Uh, share it out to anyone you know. That would really help us out as well. But those are the things that could really, really uh, help us get some goals in and just kind of spread out there and become more successful. Uh, otherwise, like I said, next week, She-Hulk, Black Panther, week after, God of War Ragnarok, probably... And uh, that is it. Catch you all later. Thanks for listening.